Hey there, it's Dana from Can Learn English, and you're listening to the Can Learn English podcast. The Can Learn English podcast is for intermediate to advanced English language learners who are serious about learning English for everyday life. With this podcast, you'll reach fluency faster by learning phrasal verbs, common expressions, conversation tips, and of course, some typical Canadianisms. Are you ready to learn English for the Great White North? Let's get started. Hey there, guys. How is it going? Welcome to our Halloween episode of the Can Learn English podcast. So this episode will feature a spooky idiom and a scary Canadian ghost story. Halloween is a big deal in Canada. Now you might associate Halloween with the United States, but we love it equally, if not more, in Canada. 44% of Canadians say that Halloween is their favorite holiday. That's almost half. That's incredible, isn't it? And there will be almost 4 million Canadian children out trick-or-treating on Halloween night. So there's going to be nearly 4 million little kids dressed in costumes going around their neighborhood asking for candy. And 14 million homes will participate in this. So 14 million homes will hand out candy. And it's estimated by the Retail Council that Canadians will spend a lot of money on Halloween. A billion dollars on Halloween. This goes into costumes, decorations, candy, that sort of stuff. So I thought we would start this episode with a Halloween joke. Now, I haven't done a joke for a while, but I thought there are some pretty funny Halloween jokes, and I liked this one. Why did the ghost go into the bar? For the booze. Okay, so this is a play on words. We all know that ghosts say boo. That's something that, for whatever reason, they go boo to scare us, right? But this is so funny because the slang term for alcoholic drinks is booze. This is spelled B O O Z E. And we all know that you find booze in a bar. We often use booze to describe alcoholic drinks in Canada. So you might get invited to a barbecue and it might say BYOB. Hmm, what does that mean? Well, it's good to know because you wouldn't want to show up empty handed at this party because this means bring your own booze. So this means that the host is not going to provide any alcoholic drinks. And if you would like to drink, you need to BYOB. And a lot of Halloween parties are BYOB, so you might get invited to one this year. And today's expression is to dig your own grave. To dig your own grave. So we all know that dig is to move soil or sand or snow in order to create a hole. Your is the possessive form of you. Own is used to say that something belongs or relates to a particular person or thing and no other. So it's always used after a possessive, such as my or your or their. And here in this expression, it is your own. 
And a grave is a place where dead bodies are buried, usually a hole in the ground, and you find graves in a cemetery. So if you're digging your own grave, you're creating the place to bury your own dead body. Yikes, that sounds very gruesome. But the idiom doesn't go as far as saying you're killing yourself, but it's used to highlight something that is going to cause you a big or significant problem. So it's not a tiny mistake. It's something that is big and significant. And it's usually used when this action can be avoided. So when it's so obvious that this is going to go wrong. So let's take a look at some examples. So say you're working in a clothing store and you have a colleague who is always leaving 30 minutes before their shift is over. Every time, if they're done at 5, they're gone at 4.30. If they're supposed to be done at 6, they're gone at 5.30. And they're always doing this. And it's been going on for months and months. You might eventually say to them, hey, listen, you're digging your own grave by leaving early every day. So eventually someone's going to catch on. You're going to get in trouble for it. You might lose your job. It's very obvious that you shouldn't be leaving your job before your shift is done. Another example, you can use this for yourself as well. So you have exams coming up at the end of the term, but instead of studying, you are spending time on Facebook, you're binge watching Netflix, you're going out with your friends, and you're not really paying much attention to your studies. You could say, hey, I'm digging my own grave by not studying. In this case, it's not going to go well for you. You probably will fail the exams. So you're doing this to yourself. You're digging your own grave. You're making it very difficult for yourself to succeed. And our final example is, say you have a friend who is always spending money on expensive things. So they're buying new electronics, clothes, shoes, trips, and they're not paying off their credit card bills. This isn't a good thing. So you could say to them, hey, listen, you're digging your own grave by overspending. So eventually, this is going to catch up to them, right? Eventually, they're going to be in such debt, they're going to have a hard time paying it off. And this is episode 31, which lined up nicely because the 31st of October is Halloween. And in honor of this, I'm going to tell you a spooky story about one of Canada's notoriously haunted neighborhoods. This is the Gastown District in Vancouver. It all started back in 1867. A former riverboat captain named John Dayton arrived to the area of Burrand Inlet, British Columbia with his wife, his dog, and a barrel of whiskey. Now at that time, this area was in close proximity to several mills and lumber yards. But even though they had lots of people working in the area, there wasn't a bar nearby. So John thought, hmm, I think I'll capitalize on this and build one myself. So he procured a number of lumber yard workers to help him build a bar in exchange for a generous helping of his whiskey. John became famous in the area and quickly acquired the nickname Gassy Jack. Now, in Victorian times, the term to gas referred to talking a lot, which is something that John had become famous for. Soon, the surrounding area became known as Gastown. 
and the area used to have a bad reputation. It was rowdy and dangerous, but now it's a national historic site and is known as an urban center with charm and nightlife. It's also a site that is said to be the location of a number of paranormal activities. One famous ghostly resident is the headless brakeman, who legend has it was decapitated when making repairs at the local rail yard. Since his untimely demise in 1828, he is said to be wandering the neighborhood with a glowing lantern looking for his missing head. Local pubs and restaurants are also claimed to be haunted. There are accounts of doors slamming and items flying across rooms. One super spooky site is the Jailer's Muse, which was built in the mid-1800s and was the first jail in Vancouver. It was next to a cobblestone courtyard where more than 40 people were publicly executed. The site is now an alleyway near a restaurant, which is home to a spirit of a woman who glides across the alley at night. And there's also a ghostly figure of a man in black who's often spotted by restaurant staff. If you're into this kind of spooky stuff, then you can take a haunted tour of the Gastown District. There are several companies that offer these types of walking tours. This wraps our Halloween episode of the Can Learn English podcast. I wish you all a super spooky, amazing Halloween. Thank you so much for listening and for reviewing this podcast. We are a five-star rated podcast, thanks to all of you. And although we have several star ratings, no one has left a comment with feedback yet. So I'm going to be giving away a prize to the first person to do this. So go do it now. Take a screenshot and send me an email, dana at canlerenglish.com, and I will get in touch with you about your prize. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like the transcripts for this episode so you can understand everything that I say, go to canlearnenglishpodcast.com. Until next time, bye-bye.